have to. Like, I feel like it's been a minute, like, since I've, like, like we've actually chatted, you know? I remember our debate days, bro. That shit was fun. It's been a long time, definitely. I've been mostly focused on psychology, holistic psychology, marketing, social media, art. Yeah, that's what I've been up to since um, I graduated. I have a master in cognitive neuroscience. Sweet. Yeah. And now I'm doing a PhD in holistic counseling. Mm. And at the same time, I'm doing um, chakra healing therapy and Reiki sessions for clients. So like, wait, so like your PhD, tell me more. Like, so what exactly is like holistic counseling? Because like, I guess I'm trying to understand like what modalities or like methods are you using in like a holistic consulting? Like, is it like acupuncture or like more like energy work or? It's definitely like, it's metaphysics. So it's Mm. really speaking about energy psychology and just merging like the the gap between the energy and the mental, like the spiritual and the mental part of it. We mainly talk about, well, first we go through the the basics of meditation and how important it is to connect to yourself, self-love. And when you go through those basics, then you start extending outwards. Mm. So right now I'm still in the beginning stages because it's a long process, but eventually you get to choose your um like interests so if you're more into astrology or counseling or if you want to take up more skills like um acupuncture or reflexology or amazing uh, and uh, is it like all online now because of covid like where like where you could take these classes bro i might have to do a phd (laughs) (laughs) i'm doing the university of sedona so it's online and it's pretty like chill, not super demanding. It's okay to manage while having a job at the same time and yeah, doing other things. Yeah, sweet. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like low key. I've always been a fan of kind of online stuff. So I'm just like, yeah, this this feels amazing. Of course, and like you were saying, like you are a Reiki. In, well, like pre, pre, what do you call it practitioner and then what was the other one it's like well i do chakra healing therapy mm, that, as well. yeah chakra healing Ooh, okay how do you like tell me like okay i'm curious so like how did first of all how did you like get into this and like because i mean like i feel like as indians it is part of our religious beliefs like chakras and understanding like the modalities of being so i feel like in a lot of ways it at least when I like dive into this world, I feel like a sense of closeness, like with my like history and like my culture. But I'm curious for you, like how has your journey kind of been finding like at least your spiritual journey? Like was it through like kind of your family or like I guess like how did you kind of get into this space? Okay, well, honestly, I was doing my master. I finished my bachelor in the Netherlands and I went straight on to my master in England. I got to England and it was not what I was expecting. And I didn't see myself continuing in Europe. So I decided to come back home and I wasn't sure how I would, what I would do or what my real interest was. How would I take my specific education 
to do something in St. Martin or just in a way to help society. Yeah. So I always felt like I wanted to teach. I wanted to heal. I wanted to do therapy, psychology. But what really triggered it was I was quite depressed, actually. I was going through quite a low point in my life. And it was really that time where either I had to face what was wrong or continue going a destructive path blindly, mm. essentially. So when I came back, I got in touch with um, a holistic psychologist and Reiki master. Her name is Dr. Barb. Wow. And she operates on the Dutch side of the island. Wow. And she introduced me to it. Yeah. That's awesome. Definitely. And because of her, I was... Um, I did Reiki one and Reiki two and we she does like classes on some weekends as well. So for example, how to not take take things personally or Tai Chi Gong. I know if you know a little bit about Tai Chi, but it's like moving energy in your body in a way to like yeah, help the flow of energy in your body essentially to keep you healthy and not stagnant and stuff. Mm. Keep you in a state of flow. Yeah. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like so what is right like how do you explain Reiki to people that like have no clue like what you're talking about like they're like what's Reiki <laughs> yeah well these topics some people might consider it a little you know woo-woo, I, hate, I feel like it's interesting how like like that's literally always the thing they're like just so you know before we get into it I already know they're gonna be haters out there that's like <laughs> these people crazy that don't exist yeah, exactly. Like I ain't felt that. What are they talking about? But no, safe space. Come on. I mean, I'm. I don't know. I feel like the East has the secrets that the West been looking for. But you know, hey, science will figure yeah. it out eventually. <laughs> <laughs> now for a message from our sponsors. <laughs> Thank you for supporting this podcast. If you are enjoying this episode, share it with a friend and leave us a review. It 100% helps us grow this podcast and get our message out there to help and inspire others. Have thoughts or opinions you want to share? Join the conversation on Anchor or on Spotify. I love to hear from you all and I can't thank you enough for your support. With that, let's get back to the good stuff. Reiki, the way I would explain it is it's basically based on the idea that everything is energy. Mm-hmm. So if we look at physics and we look at a particle or atom, it's always in motion. It's always in vibration. So everything is in constant motion or vibration. And every being, there's a sum total of our vibration that gives us the overall vibration mm-hmm. that each person has. So what Reiki is, is that it's all of the output of our emotional states or emotional mind, thoughts, feelings. That's the accumulation of it in a single moment. So basically, Reiki is based on the idea that our bodies are emotional bodies. And they're based on the seven main chakras in the body. And that chakras are energy centers. So mm-hmm. energy centers have a specific... Um, emotional component to it 
and they're also more complex in that each chakra is developed at a different stage in your life and they interact with other chakras to create an overall energetic output. So what I do as a Reiki healer, I feel the energy of your chakras and I'm able to tell certain things about your life, certain emotional problems or certain things that you might be facing. If you're someone who spends more time in control or someone who's not satisfied or someone who's not stable in their life, or if you have troubles moving forward, because at the end of the day, energy is... Uh, every part of our body has a specific region mm. that relates to an emotional issue. Mm. So if, for example, your knee is hurting, mm. like your um, left knee, left side of your body is for receiving. So that's the feminine side of the body. So that's telling me that you're having trouble moving forward for yourself in the receiving aspect. You're not able to give yourself that what you need to move forward. So in that way, when I feel that imbalance in your knee, I'll be, I'll be able to talk to you and tell you, mm. okay, is there some part in your life where you feel like you're stuck, but you need to move forward? Any emotional problems that you're holding on to? It's really about like every issue has an emotional component to it, mm. even diseases. Yeah. They like to, I mean, I hear this thing a lot, like, you know, um, like repressed emotion like creates disease in the body you know and it's like yes exactly. you squish it down yeah. and then next thing you know you have a stroke like you know usually you can't you can't keep that stuff buried uh exactly. but that's interesting i guess like so is it like i'm curious like how so say i were to come to you and i'm like neha i want to do a reiki sesh like i guess like what do you what do you what am i to expect like am i laying on a massage bed and you're like sensing into my field like how does this work or am I like sitting in a chair and we're like chatting well there are different ways that you can do Reiki you can do chair Reiki you can do laying down Reiki you can do distance Reiki crystal Reiki so it's really connecting to the energy so I don't have to be necessarily in front of you to do the Reiki but it would be better for me because I can feel it more in person but as I develop as a Reiki master, I'm going to be able to feel it more intuitively from a distance as I grow more in this practice. Mm. But basically what you expect is um, normally my clients, I would go to them or they would come to me and I would they would lay on a massage table. And the client doesn't have to worry or think about anything. They just have to come relaxed and expect that they're going to be relaxed. There's nothing to expect to expect nothing to fear it's just simply me connecting to your higher self or your higher energy and asking for unconditional loving healing energy to ensure that it is the right channel of energy that's coming to heal you and to give you energy to fortify you in a way that your body needs for your purpose in life your highest good your it's always in agreement with that. And I always ensure that there is a protective layer so that whatever is transferring is clear. It's not like your energy will come into me and my energy will come into you. It's a clear flow of this healing energy. So what the client expects, they just lay down and sometimes they feel the heat coming out of my hands. They have tingles in their body, some um, clients, when the energy is blocked, their body moves, like it jerks or it shifts. Some people 
start trembling. Some people have visions with the chakras. Some people feel negative attachments like come out of their mouth, like they're they're purging out the energy. So everybody's experience is different. It's their experience is based on their gift. Mm. So if they're able to feel more, they're definitely going to. If a clairvoyant, you know, can see when I'm working on them, they're going to see different parts. Like if I'm touching the heart chakra and they haven't forgiven somebody, they might have a vision of the person they need to forgive or something like that, you know? So it's really up to that, what that person is able to sense as well. Mm. But for me, essentially, what I do is I connect to your energy. And in my mind, I have this sort of visual, spatial, like you could say I move, put my head in like a dimension. You can think of it as a clear space where your body's laying down and I can visualize the heaps, like the energy in heaps. Mm. So I'll be able to tell what's in balance, what's not over the left and the right side, because feeling is relational it's relation it's relative to what side am i feeling it on is it low is it high is it cold all these things give me information about your body essentially mm. it's interesting because it's like it takes a lot of i feel like awareness to even even be able to detect such subtle things like that because like i feel like most people aren't even aware of like when you are laying straight what part of your body is holding tension you're so accustomed to it that you don't you're not aware but if someone else like looks at it especially if you have training to know what to look for it's like yeah okay target acquired like we have something going on right here um hello uh and it's like interesting i feel like because i i've seen a few different well i've never undergone reiki myself i'm definitely curious to try it uh but it's like i've seen like a demonstrations of folks that have like undergone stuff like that and it's interesting like how moved like people get in those sessions and it's yeah it's like really deep in a way like how much you can tap into a person with just like being in their vicinity like it's it's an interesting thing um and it's yeah it's like how how do you really explain that i feel like words maybe just having caught up you know but I feel like it's definitely like difficult to imagine if you've not had any kind of experience like spiritually but essentially it's all about intention if your intention is to grow in this specific field and you want to learn how to manipulate energy you have to take the steps like you have to be willing to meditate to explore your your emotional depth because if you're holding on to a lot of emotions that you haven't dealt with it's blocking you there's a bunch of filters on you and if you have these emotions deep in you you're going to spend most of your time projecting them outwards mm. rather than dealing them with yourself so it's more like throwing my problems on someone else or some other situation rather than dealing with it so that energy can be blocking it's creating filters over your life and it can mislead you in a way so it's really about checking yourself and doing that meditative work and self-love self-love on a (laughs) hundred really focusing on where 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 are the points in my life where I feel inadequate that why is it making me feel inadequate because everything is related to what happened in our past it's 
yeah, it cannot be something that's just, there's always a reason, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's about finding out what's that reason, what's that energy like, and really, as you start dismantling all these complex emotions, you become more sensitive. And sometimes the sensitive can be overwhelming because it's like all these filters are finally coming off. So it's like, what do you do with the sensitivity? It can become even more difficult. It's, it's like stages. It's like levels you're moving through essentially to, of sensitivity. So as the more you shed, the more sensitive you become and the more you're able to feel. Like you can have just a clear knowing or you can see things or have more vivid dreams or yeah, even smell things. People have different types of gifts. So those things start to unfold when you deal with these emotional traumas and like accepting that divinity within yourself, that we're all connected, Mm -hmm. that we're all one. We're not different, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I love when I hear stuff like that because, like, when I hear other humans say, like, we are all one, I'm like, yes, my sister. Like, <laughs> like there's that part of me that's <laughs> like, yeah, like, that is totally my community. Like, because it's like when you think that, like, like okay, I'm doing, they're like, okay, I'm doing the work. I understand we're one, but like, not all the humans know that. But it's like, mm-hmm. when you see like other people are doing it too, like, it's super, like, I feel like inspiring to see people awaken to the truth. Like, you're like, yeah, yes. like, we're moving Honestly. upward. Like, it's, I don't know. In consciousness. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Definitely. It's just like, it, like, it just is so exciting to see, like, as a society that, as much as like we're in this Kali Yuga phase and it's like, oh, like that in and of itself can just seem daunting. I feel like peep, there are there is like this movement of people really just like realizing that they are conscious beings. You know what I mean? And yes. it's like it's like weird. It's like having like a reset on life because it's like you you really look at it completely differently than as just someone moving through a life yeah. to someone creating a life. And it's like yes wow 100% it's just wow you you realize how powerful you are that we are here we are the here to create we're here to use not the world in a manipulative way but in a way that's beneficial to all of us because we're all connected like that's what the basis of Reiki is that's why I can connect to your energy if I did Reiki on you it's because we're all connected we're all one if I wasn't connected to you I wouldn't be able to you know, tune into you and feel your energy and like relate with you on that level. You understand? So it's very important that to understand that we're and like one, we're one people, one consciousness essentially. But I find a lot of people have a hard time admitting with this or connecting with this idea because of ego there's a lot mm, of like yeah yeah like that's separatist like i it's, want yeah i if yeah not no like i feel the ego is powerful and that man. ego is more about control rather than letting it flow so when you're in a control state that's what you're letting your ego take it take over rather than being in flow for example many of my clients i find a lot of their energy is more um how do you say like right focused in a way? So the right parts of their body would be very hot rather than the left parts. That's telling me 
they're spending more time serving other people, thinking about other people's thoughts or enjoying their life for other people rather than enjoying it for themselves or trusting themselves and letting it flow rather than controlling, basically. Mm. So that's one of the things I find in society that's very prominent, that everyone has this control mindset that I need to control this in order to do this. In reality, if we're vibrating at a certain level, we just have to flow. If we're in flow state, we're just flowing. We don't need to control because in control, you're you're gripping it even harder and it's like basically slipping out of your fingers because you're gripping it so tight. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I've 100%. I, I, bro, we are speaking the same language. I think it's interesting because it's like, <laughs> I feel like when you have the conversation with the right people, like it makes sense. Even if like you, you're using different words, it's like, it's still, I, and the message still resonates, you know, like it, it, and then it's like sometimes I just be thinking and I'm like, it's crazy. I feel like how you meet people. Like I'm just thinking about like the fact like growing up on the island of all places and to be like around the people that I've been around and like like even sharing in your company, like it's crazy. I'm like, wow. Like seeing you talk about this stuff has been honestly really in- interesting because like I have never, like, I never knew you were into this stuff. I was like, yes, they <laughs> huh. Um, but yeah, it's just, I-, I feel like it's awesome to see like, like even you have been like, I feel like so like empowering as a woman, just like really being yourself and like owning your divinity and just like not caring and just like, being like, yes, I am hot shit. Yeah, I know. And I'm telling <laughs> you, okay. And like, I guess it's just been so beautiful to see. And I guess like, has mm-hmm. your spiritual journey assisted in that? Like, I'm curious, like how, how you got the, yeah, you're it like, it's just so inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> it is the reason, like, because on the, the main thing of your spiritual journey is finding balance. Mm. So finding like balance especially in self-love because our heart is that main center of our body it's where how we love it's the the part that moves and allows everything else to function at the same time so when you start working on your self-love you're allowing that energy to spread all over your body to function more efficiently so definitely going through a spiritual awakening has helped me become more sensitive to myself, be more caring to myself and understand what programming is not mine to own. Because all, a lot of us, we have a lot of thoughts and behaviors that are not ours. That's what we've learned, that we've taken on from peers or from our parents that have been there for generations. And now it's time to challenge these thoughts because we are all one. We cannot keep dividing each other. Like exactly. the, we're, the labels, like it doesn't help anybody. Yeah. They they want us to be divided because if we're more divided, we're easier Easy to, to control. control bro. <laughs> Facts. Enough said. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Exactly, yes. bro. That shit. Oh, yes. But yeah, that spiritual awakening has is the reason for my glow up. Like I've literally been glowing, like naturally. Like my 
I know. Like, I'm like looking at you and I'm like, wow, girl, this girl <laughs> looking so beautiful right now. Like just here, no makeup, just stunning, like radiating, bro. Radiating. Oh, <laughs> thank you. But like, honestly, like I encourage everybody to like go in, go deeper, like find that part of yourself, meditate, do that self-love, but not in like an egotistical way in a way for you for nobody else yeah yeah filling your own cup it's like it's time now it's time to focus on you you know it's time (laughs) and like event like when you do that you start glowing from inside out 100 you don't have to be like health guru times million you know like it's just about that self-love and if you have that intention and you keep yourself in gratitude you will glow 100 percent like it's because you're it's like you're you're literally bursting with energy you know what i mean and like people i feel like you you feel that when you walk in a room someone that really is glowing from the inside like you can't not because it's like you know because it's like it's just like we know mm-hmm. it's like that thing again it's like the knowing that we cannot explain the loudest exactly and it's like you feel it that's (laughs) how like when people sing your freaking skin like crawls when it's like it when that frequency hits bro yeah you feel it like it's just you and you can't explain why you feel it you just you feel it it's that is the Mm -hmm. truth like and yet there are naysayers and i'm just like i hear you i hear you i see you but bro ski yeah like people who are not awake i before it used to get me mad like and i would feel bad for them but i also have to accept and extend that same understanding care and like respect for them because they're not on that vibe they're not on that journey and that's completely fine we're all here for a different reason we're all here to fit in our purpose and it's okay if they don't it would be amazing if they did but like you at can the end plant of the, day, the seeds yeah. you know and in due yeah. time it will grow if they you know i feel like in life is one of those things you're either gonna learn you could learn the easy way or you could really make it hard for yourself and learn the hard hard way and some people we are all one and we are all stubborn you know what i mean like there's just some of us that really you gotta know that fire is hot by putting your hand in it you know and it's, so it's like yeah but the, also the thing with spirituality is that if you keep the thing is you have to believe in it to feel it mm, so if you keep negating it you're not going to have the sense you're going to keep like that um how do you say that effect but I feel like even if you didn't Placebo believe, effect? it's hard to not feel it, though, Neha. Like, yeah. you literally, you like, it's, everything we feel mm-hmm. is it. We just don't understand. I feel like we have, like, this whole misconception yeah. about, like, how we feel stuff. Like, But you're right, body-mind yes. connection. There's a lot of people that don't have that as well as you would hope, you know? Yeah. We've been trained to ignore this part of ourselves. Like, why isn't this knowledge common knowledge, like, this is life skills should be teaching in school like ever like we wouldn't be in such turmoil if people understood their energetic bodies their emotional how important it is to release your emotions and what it happens if you don't you know this is life skills it really <laughs> but it's, is it's sad that this is not even a discussion like it's not even a discussion to include this into the curriculum more 
I mean, let's be real. Yeah. Our, our teachers were very set in their ways. They saw the world a certain way. There was no arguing yeah. with them in their The kingdom. whole system, definitely. It's like these textbooks. How do you argue with a, a textbook that they've been using like 10 years, you know? Like, <laughs> I mean, the Vedas were written much longer than that. And the truth that they hold continues to be true to this very day. Like it, it's, it blows my mind. I feel like when I read what has been written in like Sanskrit all those many years ago, about just even what we're experiencing today in the world and it's like yeah they they've been known this like it's just us over here that are all confused like they have known this this is why you see the monks like remove themselves on some level from this situation they have gone away they're like "Mm -mm, i see what y'all are doing and it's not and it's like people have to realize like it's hard i feel like to go within when like literally yeah, like you say, our whole life we're told to go chase buying stuff because when you have a lot of stuff, then you've made yeah. it and you can flex that on everybody else. Like even in our Indian culture, it's a lot about like showing <laughs> off. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, yes, definitely. It's hard when it's like showing off. The actual answer for happiness is to go within, not to go without. Like, like, and it's like the complete exactly. opposite. <laughs> it's ironic, like that. Yeah, it's it's ironic that you spend your whole life chasing a check and when you have all the money in the world, it's still not enough because you're not happy. You're not giving yourself that time and space, you know? Like, life is like a triangle where equal parts have to be given to work, play, and rest. That is a balanced life. Play is just as important as work mm-hmm. and rest is just as important as work. It's about finding that balance. That's a... Like we weren't put on this earth to work, like work nine to five and break our backs and minds, you know, like, no, no. I just, I'd be so confused when I like see adults working. I'm just like, I appreciate us for working because don't get me wrong. Like it's because of people working every day that I can just go to the grocery store and get me some food, you know, or just order in. But at the same time, I'm like, y'all, like we live on earth like literally the most beautiful planet in this entire universe that we've sent all these spaceships out onto ours is the prettiest okay there's so (laughs) much to do here it's stunning the food is great the weather is nice we have beaches that are just mind-blowingly stunning that we can live and go to and instead of enjoying all of that we work like it's just it's like it's confusing and and you come to think you think like what why why do we need to be working like why are they trying to control us what is because you need money to buy stuff which makes sense like okay i get it i get the function of it but i still feel like this function my thing is like i I feel like yeah hmm. it's just i feel like people (laughs) like say if like you could just do whatever it was you wanted to do I feel like the world would still progress just differently. You know what I mean? Like, I still think yeah. we would have technology. I still think we would have stuff. But I just feel like, like, crappy jobs that nobody want, like, give them to the robots. You know, nobody want them anyways. <laughs> yeah, in a way, yeah. Yeah, like, why? But 
we could figure it out. I... I'm like, guys, we could literally, we could figure something out. Like, we can all agree the grinding. Yeah, cute. like, yeah, like, we can have a, like, if it wasn't, if the system wasn't serving somebody, then we could all come together and work on a way that we all can benefit. We can all live this balanced life, that triangle of balance. We can all live that life, but it's difficult because humans no, are stubborn. Humans are. It's a system. Stuff. Like we've been manipulated in every way possible. Like I know I'm starting to get a little woo woo now. No, I mean it's okay, bro. Let, let's we but, can have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. Okay, let's have a conversation. Okay, we're going this way, but like what we eat, the food yeah. that we eat like even our toothpaste mm-hmm. like the toothpaste has fluoride it's Not calcifying our pineal gland okay good <laughs> me too but like th- like i feel you that is calcifying your connection to your divinity and it's they want to like make that cord that cord that connects us to our spirituality they're trying to thin it by like pumping us with chemicals in everything in our creams in our lotions and our food and our toothpaste shampoo everything that you can think of and when we're loaded with all these chemicals we're like we're our genetics is literally changing like epigenetics is we're changing with the environment you know like oh as a result of like i definitely see where you're coming from in terms of of like a lot of like the cosmetics and the stuff that people use have things in them that get absorbed by our body that technically our bodies weren't meant to absorb. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of it. And there's a lot that yeah, the government like BPA stuff, allows. all that stuff. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. I feel especially in the United States, I think they're more like lax on yes. like at least what you're allowed to put in things. I think Europe's a bit more stringent on that. And then say Martin kind of fall where it fall. In between but. somewhere. <laughs> Yeah. I see where you're coming from. I mean, it's interesting because it's like it's hard because it's like I I definitely see the issues like with the system. You know, don't get me wrong. There's just a lot of bull crap in there that's just like this is no good. This is really no good. But then I think like there's so much that's so good about like I think like the like how humans actually like work together like in our society today is like actually surprisingly well. Like if you just think about like how people actually like the fact that people actually do stuff for other people like they drive in their lane. They don't just like pull over wherever i mean st martin's a different place let's be real these people yeah (laughs) i'm like you you don't live here i'm like (laughs) you know like we're we're like people genuinely like go to open their businesses they bring products to countries so that we can all eat like on some level i'm like we do do a good job working together there's just like things that i feel like people I feel like also people were less educated in the past about like chemicals and like what kinds of stuff are bad for people that nobody really cared. You know, they were just living the American dream, not really too concerned about what these big words mean on the back of your shampoo bottle. Back then, like you also trusted your government to 
put all these regulations and things in place. And if no one's really knowing what's going on. We all know the government's never been doing their job, bro. They they do a decent job to keep things afloat. But, like, in today's world, they're not doing a fantastic job. Yeah. It's it's like they rule us, but really we need to re-rule the government because they're working for us. Like, their work is for the community. We pay that salary. I feel you. I feel you. Essentially. It's so, interesting. I'm just trying to. I be telling people I'm just trying to live on a homestead, bro. I just because it's like I I love the whole commune life, but I also I feel like I need my own space. Like I don't know if I want to be around people like that all the time. But it's so difficult because I'm just like, damn, I have to play this game as a spirit that doesn't really want to play this game. I just want to relax on the beach and like eat the mangosteen and lychee, you know, and just meditate <laughs> and like contemplate. And life. you can. <laughs> you can if you find, you know, you can do it. It's just about, yeah, finding that balance and finding what parts can I compromise, you know? It's all about compromising essentially. But so like wait are you are you vegan that like are you vegan now like do you not eat dairy and all that stuff no i am like i eat meat i don't i'm not a vegan okay okay i'm just checking you know i'm just checking (laughs) cool i mean at the end of the day a lot of people would be like oh she's you're spiritual why are you still eating meat it's the energy of another animal yeah yeah being but essentially everything is about intention like if i know that my meat is not necessary like necessarily the worst meat like i can be conscious in choosing my meat and also intentionally when i'm taking the meat to ask that this energy is not like interfering with my body it's just nourishing me for my highest good and then the rest of it is removed out of my system and normal processes Mm. you know so I find a lot of it is intention. It's all about what you allow yeah. into your yourself, you know? I feel you. So that's why I just I like, mean, I tried to down, be vegan, but, but let's be real. Meat I, tastes yeah. delicious. I mean, I know it's rough, but I feel like, <laughs> like you said, like it is about intention. Like obviously as beings that exist, we need to consume food as a form of energy to sustain our meat bodies and sometimes that means we have to take the life of another juicy animal that tastes delicious and but like yeah like gotta give thanks people need this protein yeah their body needs it so yeah (laughs) it's like it's like an unfortunate thing you know but i think like yeah if you have gratitude and like you are like a conscious consumer again then like i think you gotta do what you gotta do man like you really do yeah so i know you're big into crystals how okay can you tell me like okay what are like the the good one like what kind of crystals if i'm like in the market to get crystals and i'm like i want to level up my crystal game where does a girl start? Well, normally for people, I would ask them things about their life. Mm. So about how are they feeling or like even when I feel their energy, I can I'll be able to tell them what crystals they need. So each chakra, each energy center has a specific um like crystal that can go to it and help that that the vibration of that crystal can connect 
or match the vibration in your body so that it can help bring up your vibration. So if you were interested in starting crystals, I think everybody should have selenite in their collection. So selenite is like a crown chakra crystal. It's a cleansing crystal. So you can use it as well to um, recharge other crystals and cleanse them. Um, and then I think everybody could use some um, so sacral crystals. So carnelian or some orange agates, because I think a lot of what people go through right now has to do with childhood trauma. So there's a lot of emotions from our childhood. And when we don't deal with those emotions, we don't really have true satisfaction in our lives. It's like we're searching in other ways for satisfaction, like sugar or drugs or anything that's trying to give us satisfaction, but it's it's more like a... a it's not satisfaction. It's just like a, a quick rush, you know? Mm, So I find, uh, yeah, like a, just a little fix, but, uh, I find these like orange crystals are really good for that to help you find that vitality back in your life and definitely some like grounding crystals. So red Jasper or smoky quartz or tourmaline, black tourmaline, obsidian. Those are good for grounding. So a lot of us, we spend a lot of our time up in our head thinking, like just lost in our head, you know, mm. when in reality, that, that energy should be more dispersed throughout the whole body. So in order to bring it more down, you should ground yourself. So having those type of crystals can help bring your energy back down and release any negative energy as well. Even like going on the beach or walking barefoot touching plants, touching a tree, you're really connecting with the earth and giving that energy back into the earth rather than it just being floating up in your head, you know, overthinking. I feel what you mean. I feel what you mean. Yeah, it's interesting because it's like, I feel like a lot of my energy is definitely up in my head. And like every time I meditate, I try to visualize like actually grounding my energy, like through all the chakras, just grounding it, bringing it down and yes we're working on it you know so we're work in progress but i guess with that being mentioned like when it comes to like chakra healing what can one like how do you how can you know for like a fact that like for one a chakra is blocked and then to like actually trying to unblock it or unstick it you know shine the light through it whatever it be to kind of get it all back (laughs) into that state of flow that we all strive for (laughs) okay so when i feel the energy of a chakra that is blocked it's normally going to feel like there's no movement like that it's cold i don't feel any heat I don't feel any pulling of my energy from my hands. Mm. So that's telling me that the, the energy is really blocked. Like there's something emotional that's, or something that you're not dealing with that's causing that energy to just be stagnant. So what I can do is I can focus some energy on it. And some people, their bodies shake or there's like a jolt telling me that the energy has released. So there's, then I can feel some movement in my hands. So. Essentially, yeah, I'm a Reiki practitioner. I can balance you, align your chakras, but I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not like (laughs) 
this magic healer. You know, like, I'm not gonna, like, gonna cure to your, you know, all of your yeah, problems, like, but we can't we can work like, on it. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah, you know, like I'm only here, I'm not here to be like to fix your problems. I'm here to help you realize vehicle, certain yeah. things, help yeah, yourself. Yeah help you heal yourself because mm. it's your journey it, no one can, it is you know? it really is it exactly. really is like you gotta tell your body to do the work but i'm here to plant the seeds yeah to get your your mind on the right track okay sweetie yeah exactly like i can unblock this energy for you but if you go back and do the same things that you're always doing it's going to be blocked again you know it's about going to the root of that emotional cause and Mm. dealing with it accepting it giving it forgiveness and letting it go truly releasing it that's like one of the main i think one of the hardest lessons actually is forgiveness it's really like someone has done us wrong and it's very just easy to stay in revenge. victim mindset. Like, yeah, you just want to just... hurt them. You want, yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Exactly. But in reality, like, if you know that the universe gives out the same energy that you give, then if you're going to do bad things, it's going to come back to you. So it's really about breaking this pattern of, like, doing tit for tat and forgiving letting go really accepting that not only forgiving them but forgiving yourself for not being in the right space to not accept that behavior or that whatever angered you you know Mm. so it's really about going through all those levels and learning to really let it go like but it's so difficult it's you gotta go through all the levels because it's like First, you have to fight the initial impulse of rage that, you know, wants to, like, burst out and punch someone in the (laughs) face. Then you need to deal with, like, all the doubt of, like, why are you angry and, like, what? And then that's, like, reliving the trauma again. So you really need to sit with the thing because that's the thing that's really at this root. Like, the thing that made you mad in the first place, you got to go through that and eventually, like forgive not only them but like yourself too because on some level there's like maybe guilt there's shame you know what i mean and all of that like has to be dealt with to deal with to have the capacity to be like i'm gonna let this go like this ain't even worth it you know but like to like to even like get through the anger in and of itself is like so much self-awareness to be like oh, I want to kill yes. you, but I'm not going to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, to be like, I'm going yeah. to walk away from this anger because it is not, this is not me. This is not who I want to be. Like, yeah. let's exactly. not, let's not do this. A lot of people are stuck in that victim mindset in that, oh, they did me wrong. Who's going to look out for me? You know, like that type of mindset, but really only you can look out for you and you can't put that, expectation on other people exactly anyone yeah exactly (laughs) but it's like that hurts the ego to be like yeah nobody's looking out for you sweetie you're gonna have to do it for yourself i know that sucks you probably did not want that but this is where we are (laughs) it's true that you deal with it yourself but the misconception is that you're alone you're never alone this is you're never like you always, yeah, you have your family, you have your friends, but you also have a whole spiritual team that's there to help you if you ask. You only have to ask. It's They cannot just help you. It's like you have to give consent because 
This universe is all about consent. The only reason why we're suffering and stuck in this societal way and working nine to five or whatever is because we're consenting to all these beliefs. We're, we're saying yes subtly. And that's why consent is so tricky. You know, like you should really be careful. What are you giving your yes to? I don't know if you heard about the Travis Scott concert. Oh, yeah. Like, no, was that, whole... that was a whole little... Yes, I, I know that's a rabbit hole on its own. <laughs> I'm just like, oh Lord, that wasn't good. Yeah. So I, <laughs> I don't know if we want to go on that rabbit hole, but let's leave that for another time. <laughs> let's leave it. They still going through a whole lawsuit. Let's let them. Let's let them go yeah, through that. First. Yeah, it's too. Um, it's too fresh. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, essentially, really thinking about consent and what am I allowing in my life? Like, what am I saying yes to? And if, and that you're not alone, you just have to say my angels help me or my spirit guides or my spiritual team, my ancestors help me in this way. Or even if you're struggling to forgive, I don't know how the hell I'm going to forgive someone who, I don't know, wronged me uh, in some way. Yeah, robbed me, you. for example. Yeah. How am I going to like, forgive someone who robbed me at gut point you know like but that's why you ask like I don't know how I'm gonna do this but help me I don't want to own these feelings anymore because they're only holding me back they're not helping me move forward I'm yeah. just like essentially projecting all day that this anger onto something else because I've just pushed it down rather than like taking Dealt it out with it yeah sad accepting with it. it yeah exactly yeah exactly what it all has to go. also do with like co cognitive dissonance as well. It's like a lot of us are stuck in this like lack of awareness. It's like because aware our awareness is also tricky. It's like it's if we don't want to see it, it's gonna hide, you know, <laughs> that little piece and like it's, it's crazy twister. how our mind works. It like is. our ego and our mind like tries to conceal things from us to protect us, you know. I know, bro. It's, and then you, it's like, yeah, to be able to create that separation and be like, whoa, 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 those thoughts are mine. Like, who, who? Because it's like, when you have thoughts, yeah. like, sometimes they are like coming out of left field. And if you are just like, yep, that's my thought, 100%. And you're never like, yeah. wait a minute, like, I don't feel that way. Like, what the hell? Like, where is this coming from? You realize, yeah. like, you don't have to be what constantly ruminates up here like you can look at it you can be aware that it's there you can try to be like why do we observe this? yeah and i think but that's like i also feel like a form of self-love to really have like that much patience with yourself to be like okay mm -hmm. this is anger this is how i feel when i'm angry why am i angry and like why what is causing me anger and it's like, yeah, you can't lie to yourself yeah. either. Like, you have to be honest about what it is and just, yeah. like, see it from a non-judgmental place and just be like, oh, okay, okay, okay. I see where how this all comes together. And then you can kind of be like, yeah. okay, well, I don't agree with this. I don't, or I do agree with this. And then you can love yourself and be like, yay, team, and then move on to the next, let go, you know, <laughs> and just, like, yes. woosah. But it's a process. It's much easier said than done. That's this is for true. Because sure. you got to live it. Yeah. And that's the painful yeah. part. It's like you have to actually live step. it. Exactly. 
and steps. <laughs> I guess like that's why we have a life, right? So we have time to go through all of these these steps. Yeah, learn our lessons. Like these are lessons in its core, you know, like whatever we're going through, it's like what is it teaching us? Like why am I attracting these situations because I heard somewhere that for example, if I I'm always around narcissists. Like I find myself, the narcissists are coming and bothering me all the time. Really, I need to look at my energetic output. Am I treating myself correctly? Is it that I am like making myself feel so low or like having low self-worth that that vibe is going out and it's basically attracting the narcissist because they can spot, you know, uh, energy source to suck from a mile away, you know? It's like they're used to like using people so they can know instantly if they can use you, you know? Mm. So it's about checking yourself. Like, why am I attracting these type of people? What's my, am I not loving myself enough? Am I like stuck trying to control? Am I not spending time in like creative um, expression? Like, what am I, how am I blocking myself, you know? Mm. Yeah, for sure. I guess like, because like I know you also have like your, is it a com- like your business, like your art business that you have that you've been growing and like painting murals and things all around the island for the culture? Um, I guess like I I also want to learn a bit about that or like chat about like all those projects that you've been doing too because they are <laughs> super cool and like to see like your work like as part of like I guess like yeah like now it's a part of you know St. Martin's like artistry a part of our culture that like not only is beneficial for the people, but also for folks that come and visit our island and like really want to see like, what is it that makes our island so unique and so like awesome? (laughs) Well, my projects right now, I'm just doing gift cards. So um, watercolor gift cards and birthday cards for Christmas. If anybody's interested, I would basically take an order and recreate that same thing in watercolor and pencils color pencils markers things like that other than that I've just been doing commissions as well so if anybody um, requests a portrait or a specific art piece I do that otherwise I just do like my freelance pieces for myself when I feel like just creatively expressing I won't say that I'm always creative because I also have my like, you know, creative dips. Yeah, I feel you. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's normal. Otherwise, my last mural was at the front side port. Uh, so it was these water breakers, two water breakers. Yeah, it was a super cool project, really fun. And I hope I can do some more murals later on on the island. <laughs> I guess, like, how do you come up with the concepts for the two different murals that you did? Because they're both, like, a bit different, but I think both still were, like, meant to capture kind of, like, the uniqueness of St. Martin, right? Or, like, aspects of, like, the island's culture. Yeah. So the first one in town, that was, like, it was called the Drip Wall. Hmm. So that was more on our, the multicultural aspect of St. Martin. And honoring that the diversity of our island um with color (laughs) and then the idea for that was to stay more colorful and simple because it is what it was done on a school Mm. so that's what I did more or less 
Um, then my second project was on the French side, and that was more to honor the St. Martin culture. So one of the murals is St. Martin by night, and the other is St. Martin by day. So if you go around it, you it's like a 360 view on a roundabout, so you really see the whole mural. At, you see the beach, you see some waves, you see a flamboyant tree, you see a market with fruits, um, the cruise ships, the flag colors. It was really just a way to put St. Martin like at the forefront of the port mm. for all the tourists or just a way to have that pride at, at yeah, a an important position on the island because that's yeah. where yeah a lot of flow comes in <laughs> so is is your focus right now just your phd or do you have other like things that you're kind of doing or are you just enjoying enjoying life on the island living it up living your best life <laughs> i'm always living my best life I feel like- <laughs> um <laughs> but um I am working as a marketing manager at a telemedicine company on the French side. Sweet. So I do their social media marketing um, as my day job. And yeah, after that, I do my PhD, like from like time on and time off. And then I also do my art and some more um, like Reiki clients whenever I get some. Sweet. I guess, like, how is it being, uh, like, marketing uh, or, like, managing social media marketing from the island? It's all right, actually. My company is still quite small, so it's not like there's a lot that I can really do yet because we still, how do you say, like, building the the backbone of the company we're still building with employees and stuff. So the more employees we have, the more clients we can accommodate and then the more reach and more targets we can have. So basically that's, I'm really just focused on like smaller targets. It's kind of, it's interesting, something different to do. Yeah. (laughs) I guess like, so I really do. Do you do like yeah. social media marketing across like all of the social media platforms or do you like have like specific focus like just Facebook or just like Pinterest or blogging or Instagram or TikTok? Well, um, for the company, I really just chose for them. So I do it Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Oh, sweet. But for my other companies, I'd like, I'd like to get more into TikTok, but I use Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, trying to get that more up and going, basically. But what's really um, kind of like holding me back a little bit is I really want to focus more on my holistic practice. So that's essentially what I want to be my full-time job. So I'm really just focusing on that. On the island. How can I make that? Yeah. Oh, sweet. On the island. But- I would like to travel as well, you know, I feel you, I feel you. do some some more studies in like um, past life regression, hypnotherapy, things like that. I really love to do that. Be awesome. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I mean, so, it's like, I guess, is your goal to be like, have like a retreat center or like, or is it more like you want to have like a clinic with maybe like different practices? 
practitioners? I would like to do both, actually. Why not? I would like to teach. I'd like to um, do a retreat center. I'd love to have more clients, more regular clients as well who are working through their mental health, but looking to do it in a non-traditional way, you know, in a holistic, spiritual way. So we definitely need more of that nowadays, especially the way we're going in this yeah, yeah. world. We need some more mental and like spiritual support and insight yeah. for everyone. And the island's That's definitely stunning. my focus. So it's like, I feel yes. like St. Martin's a beautiful location. I feel like St. Martin is yeah. a magical place where like the soul can really be rejuvenated. I really believe that. I don't know. I love the island. It's like... <laughs> magic it's i agree because there's so many people there's so much like that you're confronted with so it's it's really a all-rounded round round all-rounded island sorry magical it's literally paradise like i I love home i miss it every day that i'm not there i swear i just be like (laughs) so sexy this island of ours but i guess like how can people (laughs) book sessions with you if they like want to do a, a reiki sesh or like a chakra healing sesh or maybe they like do you do like tarot card readings and stuff as well or yes i do oh sweet there you go Every, everything yeah. all your spiritual needs do you do like palm reading as well no i don't do palm reading but i am interested mm. eventually to you know learn that <laughs> what about cause but like, yeah you can is there like astrology, numerology stuff as well? Or that is part of the spiritual world, but I'm not fully into it. I do have friends who are like spiritual friends who are really into astrology and but they are, there is convergence, definitely. Like all of these modalities, they they're not contradicting, they're like backing each other up. Mm. basically yeah no i don't mean like from a contradicting (laughs) it's more of like because like i feel like yeah i wasn't sure like how what like what were all the different services that you i want to make sure people know like what they can get you know when they come to neha like what are all the different (laughs) things they could do in a you know in different sessions if need be uh because yeah i remember i went to like a psychic one time which i don't know how i feel about like she didn't even know I was an engineer, which was like, I was like, woman, like, if there's one thing, I mean, like, obviously, duh, I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, how was that? A sur- the fact that she was surprised, that's what threw me off. And I was like, now I don't trust you. Like, what? How could you be surprised? You really didn't pick up on my energy, did you? Anyways, but like, yeah, she did like a bunch of different stuff, too. Or it was like some tarot card reading, but then there was like this thing where you could like kind of yeah like map your astrology stars based on like your birth time and location and all that but my parents don't even know the exact time i was born which is unfortunate (laughs) but here we are but so yeah i guess like where can they book a sash is it like through instagram or like do you have like a a website that you have like your like appointments on yeah, so um, you can go on my Instagram or you can go on my website, holisticheartspaces.com, and you can book um, over there. I have all my services, so you can get a regular Reiki session, a distance Reiki session, a crystal Reiki session, 
um, regular therapy or chakra healing therapy. So chakra healing therapy is really focusing on the chakras that we felt during your Reiki Mm -hmm. and really finding out how we can use that information to have you to help you have a more balanced life. I see. I see. So something like this to help the energy psychology with the chakras together. Mm. So there's that. And then there's regular coaching as well. And tarot readings. I see. I see. That's and I, I guess, is it, is it easy to find clients on the Island to get like, or can you, do you serve like any, like anywhere in the world? Or like, yeah, I'm curious, like where, where do the majority of your clients come from? Like America, like Europe, well, now that I've just started, I've only started on the island mm. and I have um, clients more through word of mouth. I'm Sweet. still working on my marketing part. I'm, I haven't really gone full on with the marketing yet because I feel like I want to, you know, study more, just have like a, more under my belt. Just, just start, <laughs> you know, and then I know, yeah. it. As as the days go, just got to put it out there. Yeah. Let the people know what you yeah, are here definitely. to serve. You know, I yeah, I realize like you just gotta go all for it. You know, you just gotta. Yeah, definitely, right definitely. I also just want to make sure that I'm marked in a way that don't um attract energy vampires. Essentially, people who are just coming to take my energy and like you know, I feel it's you. not the purpose. It's for healing, you know. But yeah, majority of my clients are from St. Martin through, like, they hear about me and they come where I go by them. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I can't believe there's energy vampires. Like, now I'm just, like, I'm shook. I'm like, wait, there's energy vampires? What are yes. energy? So are these people that just, like, drain you and they just there to just, like, take up space pretty much? Yeah. Like, essentially, they're they're not happy in their lives. They're not ready to like face whatever part of them is like basically burning a hole through them essentially. So they're basically projecting. They're trying to find, like take that energy away from you. And the way that it they do that is by violating your boundaries. So if you've felt that your boundaries are violated and you get angry or sad or your mood changes, that's an indicator that your energy has been taken away. Because Interesting. And at the end of the day, you consent to it, you know, subtly you consent to anything that happens to you in a way. You consent to it, but it's still like when you feel that boundary being crossed, that's when they're taking your energy. Like, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, for example, if I told you that I don't like your hair, Harsha, I told you that, for example, and then you take it personally and you're like, oh, like, how can she say that about me? Who does she think she is? You're giving me your energy because you've accepted what I've said. You've given consent to take that on and agree with me in a way that, oh, your hair isn't whatever, you know, for example. So it's really about that, like not taking things personal, not owning what's not yours and having strict boundaries mm. for yourself. Boundaries is self-love, point blank. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. That's interesting. Energy vampires could even be like a narcissist or borderline personality disorder mm. people who 
people are just like manipulating the situation to get yeah who wants attached to you even like in a subtle way even like um if you're gossiping about one person like let's say i'm gossiping about your hair and then yeah my friend decides that she doesn't want to gossip about you but i get mad at her oh i thought you're on my side that's like an attachment thing you're trying to get that person to like latch on to your belief system and you both hate on that one person you know it's i see it's toxic patterns Mm. that's like energy vampire i see (laughs) i see I guess, like, what has been, like, the biggest lesson that you felt that you learned so far, like, in your your spiritual journey or, like, self-awakening? Um, it's definitely to spend more time in self-love and learning to let go, learning to forgive. It's still something I'm working on, learning to, yeah, not take things personally. I think that's one of the hardest ones because it's easy like if something's been triggering you your whole life it's gonna take a little while for it to not trigger you anymore you know so it's definitely that taking things light and trusting myself that's Mm. number one trusting that I am where I am I am where I need to be at all times and I trust that yeah what's for me will be for me and I will also do my part like you know it's a balance like that makes sense you know so really being in balance trying to find that balance for myself and not worrying about about what others think that's the main thing (laughs) yeah yeah that's definitely so true like I swear the spiritual journey is just like I feel like the journey of life in and of itself and it's like it's it's so interesting to see like the people around you grow and like see them you know change and morph and the way that like or at least like how they now choose to share themselves with the world i feel like it's interesting to see like i always love to see when people grow and like they feel more empowered and like because you can really see like that mm-hmm. shift of like really like bursting with self-love and i feel like when everyone is in that state like there's no need to feel like insecure because we're all so like confident in just who we are as people and what we bring to the table that there's like no reason to compare there's no reason to judge like there's no reason to do any of that all there is is just to show up and to just be and by doing that like you do so much because it's like yeah there's nothing else like you that like why pretend to be anything other than you like it seems kind of silly but that's one of the I think like the things I love about spiritual like the spiritual journey is just like everything when you realize things it's really the simple things that take the biggest like mental shifts and yes definitely you like realize like all the wisdom like like those like sayings those cheesy sayings that people say like as cheesy as they are like there's a reason why it's a classic you know because it's like when it finally makes (laughs) sense and you're like oh so that's what they were talking about I see yeah I see it now. I see the light. (laughs) But it's so like, I don't know, like it's like there's like the ego is just like so frustrated and wants to control it. But then you gotta let it go just every time. Just let it go. Yeah. It's very easy to be an ego like mindset. We've been trained to be like protective of ourselves in this like in a combative way. And it shouldn't be that way. It should be a communicative way, you know? 
And if the person is not able to hear you or understand you or you're not able to come to consensus, then it's a clear sign to go your separate ways. And, you know, why force something keep being, um, yeah, keep, have your energy being taken from you all the time when it's, it should be an equal giving and taking, you know, balance. That's the exactly. key word. <laughs> like, it's interesting. Like, balance. I don't think everything will ever be equal, but it definitely should be yeah. balanced. You know what I mean? I think yeah. that's what the world Overall, yeah. strives for. I think there's, like, yeah. beauty and diversity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like there, And I think St. Martin is, yes. like, that's why I love the island so much is because it is so diverse. There's, like, a weird, yeah. crazy balance to it, even in its chaos. So I can't help yeah. but love it. <laughs> yes it's yeah being back home is really going back into your childhood space it's very important definitely to find those those feelings those old feelings that come up and dealing with those them as well because yeah that's that part of you is will always be with you you know when whether you're triggered or not triggered it's that part of you that's always there it's about mm-hmm. making peace with it, essentially. <laughs> it's like, and if you don't yeah. now, it's going to come back. Like, you might ignore yeah. it today, you might ignore it tomorrow, but guess what? It's going to be there yeah. up until the day you die. So it's like, you should deal with yeah. it today so you don't have to deal with it tomorrow because you dealt with it yeah. today. Yeah. It, the universe will keep showing it to you in different ways, different people, different scenarios until you're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I'm letting it go. Yeah, exactly. I have seen the light. Yeah. You had to shove my face in it and I am awakened. Like it's yeah. really like it's really like I feel like it sounds so cheesy when people say like the awakening and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, people think this is a whole conspiracy. And it's like I'm not trying to be <laughs> tied with them crazy people. But it's like, yeah, like when you when your perspective shifts, it literally is a, an awakening or a rebirth. Like, cause you you don't look at the world the same. Yeah, and it's, it's like, impossible to to look at it the same again. <laughs> it, it is. Definitely. It really, it really is. It. That's why I'm like, anytime I meet someone that sees the world in this way i'm like high five we made it to the other side halfway like like, (laughs) we at least we at least have made it this far it's good to see that other people are making it this far and let's just keep keep trucking forward you know let's see how far (laughs) we can get um but i feel like yeah, yeah as people do the internal work you know as people like connect with people like you and they you know have support to kind of go through whatever it is that they go through i feel like we'll get there like i feel like the world is filling with love i don't know how to explain it but yes i agree with you it's if you if you can feel that that the world is like you're shifting where you're feeling more love then that's great you're on the right path you're where you're meant to be you know like as, as long as you find that that little piece of gratitude in you every single day and like working on your overall happiness like that's all that matters really exactly, really. <laughs> exactly.